Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita and today we will be discussing a very important topic that is the identity and mission of Adi Shankaracharya and we are reading from the 7th chapter of the Adi Leela of Chaitanya Charitamrita verse 110. It's a very important verse for all devotees to know and uh, we will say our Mangalacharan prayers and we will get started. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshuran Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupahakadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathanvitam Thamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kantaradha Kantanamostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Namo Vishnu Padaya Krishna Preshthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Just a second. <coughs> so, today's episode is a very important and interesting one. We will be looking at Chaitanya Charitamrita Adilila chapter 7 text 110. This is actually the identity and mission of Shankaracharya. Now in Hinduism, which is a word which I don't like at all, because the word Hindu doesn't exist in our Shastras, it's a name given by a foreign culture. The Pathan Muslims on um, from the Persia from Afghanistan in that area, they used to refer to uh, India as Hindustan, the place of Hindus. Actually, it came from the Sindh river, Sindhu river. So, this is the history. So, this name Hindu doesn't exist, the word Hindu doesn't exist in the Shastras, in our Vedic scriptures. So, to call ourselves Hinduism is actually a misnomer. So, the actual name of our religion is Sanatana Dharma eternal religion dharma means many people especially hindus they argue so-called hindus they argue that dharma is duty not religion well it is true dharma is duty 
but it is false that it is not religion because religion means dharmam tu sakshat bhagavat pranitam the duties ordained by god who ordains the duties god ordains the duties just like if i have to follow the law of my country i'm i'm following you see so that is dharma of that country so if i follow the order of god law of god that is dharma that is religion religion means obedience to the supreme personality of godhead so there comes duty so it is duty yes dharma means duty but not just any duty ordained by anyone so it is a special duty ordained by the lord and that is religion okay we have actually done a, a whole um, instagram igtv video instagram live video which was posted as igtv video on my instagram channel where i have explained um, what is dharma and religion at in depth <clears throat> so maybe that link can be shared here so now today uh, just we will go two verses prior to this 7.108 so this is this verse is actually today's verse is a part of a conversation between chaitanya mahaprabhu and prakashananda saraswati and chaitanya mahaprabhu is convincing him about uh, the actual explanation of vedanta and he is proving to him that chanting of hare krishna is the sum total of all vedanta study so that's the context of this conversation so um as he explained the glories of the holy name prakashanand saraswati the leader of the mayavadi sanyasis in uh, varanasi he asked him this question that all right chanting of the holy name you have achieved ecstasy yes well, well and good why then are you not studying vedanta what is wrong in studying vedanta why are you shunning away from studying Veda- vedanta we as um, sanyasis prakashanand saraswati saying is saying we as sanyasi we always study vedanta and sanyasi's uh, duty is to be always relishing the words of the vedanta vedanta vakyeshu sadaramanta kaupinavanta kalubhagyavanta this is uh, spoken by adi shankaracharya so one must always uh, relish the statements of vedanta sutra but you are not even studying any vedanta why are you refraining okay you are getting ecstasy in holy name fine but why are you refraining from vedanta study so Shankaracharya, I mean, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is explaining to Prakashananda Saraswati the real meaning of Vedanta and why, and he is proving to them, to him and his 60,000 followers, yeah, he has that many disciples, and he, I think 10,000 or 60,000, something like this, but in the thousands, tens of thousands. So, he is proving to all uh, that club, Mayavadi club, that this, uh, the, the understanding of Vedanta Sutra is to actually become a devotee of Krishna. and not try to merge with the lord or try to you know um offend the lord and say that because all his sankracharya followers they say oh god is nirakar you know he has no form every form is the same so these are all complete uh, misconceptions in the vedanta philosophy and it is not supported by the natural commentator on the vedanta sutra vedanta sutra was written by vyasadev a natural commentary means the commentary written on that subject by the same author who has written the subject so so i mean when vyasadev is himself explaining and vyasadev is none other than krishna himself 
is an avatar of Krishna that is also confirmed in the Bhagavatam 1.3.24 so he himself is explaining what is the meaning of the Vedanta Sutra so that is that meaning is Srimad Bhagavatam Arthoyam Brahma Sutranam um, what is that let's take that take that out we have seen this in the last class The meaning of the Vedanta Sutra is present in Srimad Bhagavatam. The full purport of Mahabharata is also there. The commentary of the Brahma Gayatri is also there and fully expanded with all Vedic knowledge. Srimad Bhagavatam is the Supreme Purana and it was compiled by the Supreme Personality of Godhead in His incarnation as Vyasadeva. There are 12 cantos, 335 chapters and 18,000 verses as quoted by, from Garuda Purana. So you see, the, the point I was trying to make the meaning of the Vedanta Sutra is present in Srimad Bhagavatam. Another verse is also there in the Srimad Bhagavatam itself. In the 12th canto, 13th chapter, last chapter of the Bhagavatam, in the 15th verse, Sarva Vedanta Saramhi Srimad Shri Bhagavatam Ishyate Tadrasam Dadrasamrita Triptasya Nanyatrasya Dratihikvachit Srimad Bhagavatam is declared to be the essence of all Vedanta philosophy. One who has felt satisfaction from its nectar and mellow will never be attracted to any other literature. That is also explained in the Srimad Bhagavatam. This is the very last chapter. Let's look at the first chapter. 112. Dharmaha projita kaita votra paramo nirmatsaranam satam Vedyam vastavamatra vastu shivadam tapatrayon mulanam Shrimad bhagavate mahamunikrite Kimva parairishvara Sadyo hridya varudhya tetra kritibhi Sushru shubhis tatkshanat See Shrimad bhagavate mahamunikrite Kimva parairishvara Kimva parair what is the need of any other scripture when the Bhagavatam is there? <coughs> this, beauti- this beautiful Bhagavatam, compiled by the great sage Vyasadeva in his maturity, is sufficient in itself for God realization. What is the need of any other scripture? So, a person who reads Bhagavatam, he will realize that and he will never touch any other scripture. And by the way, here is that IGTV video Dharma equals. Is Dharma um, equal to religion? So this is Tattva Darshan episode, um, a series that we did on Instagram, episode 4. So the link is here. <coughs> you can go, on, go and watch that. It's a very in-depth explanation of Dharma and religion. Alright, so another verse is there. 1, 2, 3. Akhila Shruti Saram Yasvanubhavamakilashrutisaramekam Adhyatma Deepamatiti Tirshatam Tamondham 
संसारिणां करुणया पुराण गुह्यम तम व्यास सोनु मुबयामि गुरु मुनीनाम लेट मी ऑफर माय रिस्पेक्टफुल ओबेसेंसेस अनटू हिम शुका शुकदेव गोस्वामी द स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर ऑफ ऑल सेजेस द सन ऑफ व्यासदेव हु आउट ऑफ हिज ग्रेट कंपैशन फॉर दोस ग्रॉस मटेरियलिस्ट्स हु स्ट्रगल टू क्रॉस ओवर द डार्केस्ट रीजंस ऑफ मटेरियल एक्जिस्टेंस spoke this most confidential supplement to the cream of vedic knowledge after having personally assimilated it by experience akhila shruti saram the cream of the vedas the essence of the vedas what is that bhagavatam shukadev goswami heard it and he is repeating it to parikshit maharaj he heard it from his father vyasadev and his spiritual master and he is repeating to Uh, he repeated it to parikshit maharaj i think uh, 12 12 69 also says this point about shukadev goswami svasukha nibhrita chetas tadvyudastanya bhavo pyajita ruchira leela krishta sarastadiyam व्यतनुत कृपयायस्तवीपम पुराण तमखिलवृजिघ्न व्यासूनम नखिलवृजिघ्न इट डिस्ट्रॉयज ऑल खाइंड ऑफ मिसरीज लेट मी ऑफ माई रेस्पेक्टफुल ओबेसेंसेस अंड माई स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर सन ऑफ व्यासदेव सुखदेव गोस्वामी इट इज ही हू डिफीट्स ऑल इन ऑस्पिशियस थिंग्स विद इन दिस यूनिवर्स Although in the beginning he was absorbed in the happiness of Brahman realization and was living in a secluded place giving up all other types of consciousness he became attracted by the pleasing most melodious pastimes of Lord Shri Krishna he therefore mercifully spoke the supreme purana Shrimad Bhagavatam which is the bright light of the absolute truth and which describes the activities of the lord so so all these verses now there are so many verses are confirming that bhagavatam is the um, natural commentary of the vedanta sutra now bhagavatam is filled with devotional service but the sharirika bhashya uh, or the commentary given by shankaracharya it is completely devoid of devotional service the commentary of shankaracharya on the vedanta sutra completely devoid of all devotional service so now that is the mistake of shankaracharya not it is not a mistake of shankaracharya he purposely made that uh, what is that twisted meaning of the vedas uh, and that is explained here the whole mission is explained here why he did that and who is shankaracharya in the first place so in the two previous verses chaitanya mahaprabhu is saying upanishad upanishad sahita sutra kohe jai tatva मुख्य अर्थ परम महत्व द एब्सोल्यूट ट्रूथ इज डिस्क्राइब्ड इन द उपनिषद्स एंड ब्रह्म सूत्र वेदांत सूत्र बट वन मस्ट अंडरस्टैंड द वर्सेस एज दे आर भगवदगीता एज इट इज दैट इज द सुप्रीम ग्लोरी इन अंडरस्टैंडिंग मुख्य वृत्ति दिस इज द मुख्य वृत्ति अर्थ परम महत्व दिस इज द लाइन दट प्रभुपाद फॉलो भगवदगीता एज इट इज his commentary is as it is mukhya vritti commentary now it doesn't require i mean commentary commentary means to explain something commentary is required when 
like something is not clear or some expan- explanation or expansion of what is said so uh, uh, shankaracharya he explains in his own way thinking that or not thinking um you know he he knows the whole mission he is Shiva, lord shiva himself and there is also explained in the shastra we will go to that but he purposefully he explained that you know the the, the vedanta sutra in a, in a twisted manner and achhadya mukhyavritti achhadya that is explained in the next verse next verse so he hides the real meaning mukhyavritti and mukhyavritti is also called abhidhavritti and then but he explains gaunavritti indirect meaning which is also called lakshanavritti okay and following shankaracharya not only did he put wrong philosophy explain wrong philosophy but he also set a precedent of explaining vedanta philosophy in his own way and that people also are following now people are explaining in their own way i have explained this before narendra modi the prime minister of india he in the beginning of his term he was uh, whenever whenever he meets uh, some delegates in a, around the world he gives them a copy of bhagavad gita but not bhagavad gita as it is bhagavad gita according to gandhi so that is not bhagavad gita bhagavad gita means according to god bhagavan bhagavad gita it is a song of god not of gandhi hmm so that is nonsense rascaldom so that book should not be distributed but of course he does not know so he distributes that but this is the real thing mukhyavritti hmm that's why shri prabhupad's version of bhagavad gita is the most authoritative version in the world right now in the world and millions and millions of people are um <clears throat> benefiting out of that same गौणवृत्ये जेव भाष्य करिलो आचार्य ताहार श्रवणे नाश होय सर्व कार्य दिस इज आल्सो वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट श्रीपाद शंकराचार्य हैज डिस्क्राइब्ड ऑल द वैदिक लिटरेचर्स इन टर्म्स ऑफ इनडायरेक्ट मीनिंग्स वन हु हियर्स सच एक्सप्लेनेशंस इज रूइंड एम के शर्मा इज सेइंग भगवत गीता अकॉर्डिंग टू गांधी एक्चुअली दैट्स ऑन द टाइटल ऑफ द बुक दैट ही गिव्स ऑन द कवर इट इज देयर Bhagavad Gita according to Gandhi. And what is that according to Gandhi? Prabhupada explains in the purport. In the we will read that now. He says, Kurukshetra means this body. Where did he get that meaning? The dictionary meaning, Mukhya Vritti, as it is meaning is, it is a place, and it's a Dharma Kshetra. It's a it's a place of pilgrimage. That is the first words of the Bhagavad Gita. And uh, Gandhi according explain according to his own way. and he said pancha pandav the five pandavas are actually the five senses it is talking about where did he get that meaning pandavas are historical persons who existed and there's a whole history mahabharat and then he goes on to say that uh, i'm not sure if this whole mahabharat is even a real history it is just a made up story to explain certain concepts this is the idea of many so called rascal commentators rascals there is a word to be used there is a very light word actually but that's what shri prabhupada used so we will use it according to parampara <laughs> as it is we will call them rascals eh? but uh, much worse words actually is what they deserve 
you know animals animals are better they don't uh, distort the meaning of the vedas so that kind of nonsense is going on right now everybody is talking whatever they want and they are becoming big gurus with millions of followers hmm and people are getting hoodwinked left right center and people do not know what is the standard of vedanta anymore everybody can have their own interpretations this is what the the, the understanding is right now so this precedent was set by shankaracharya krishna says in bhagavad gita yadyat acharati shreshthas tatta devetaro janah sayat pramanam kurute lokastadanu vartate whatever example the great person sets the common man will follow and shankaracharya was a leader and then people followed him you see the example that's why swadharme nidhanam shreya paradharmo bhayavah um swad what is that shreyo swadharma shreya swadharmo viguna paradharmat svanushthitat 335 and 1847 bhagavad gita so one should stick to one's duty even though one is transcendental to that position in this world one must still act according to his position so as to guide the rest in the third chapter this is the theme that one has to act according to the vedas to purify himself and if he has already purified himself he has to still act according to vedas so as to teach others so that they will follow such example and they will purify them themselves so for the loka sangraham eva api sampashyan kartum arhasi hmm so that is explained in the third chapter 20th verse that we have to even if one is perfect one has to still perform the same things so that the order is not disturbed although such a person is already ಆತ್ಮತೃಪ್ತಿಯತೆ ಆತ್ಮನ್ಯಸಂತುಷ್ಟಸ್ತಸ್ಯಕಾರ್ಯಂತ್ಯತೆಸ್ಯಕಾರ್ಯಂತ್ಯತೆಸ್ಯಕ
he does not depend on any all the living entities in the universe he does not live, depend on any of them he depends only on the lord hmm. so but still asaktaha tasmad asaktaha satatam karyam karma samachara asakto hyacharan karma paramaapnoti purusha ha therefore without being attached to the fruits of activities one should act as a matter of duty for by working without attachment one attains the supreme and next कर्मणव ही संसिधि आस्थिता जनकादय लोकसंग्रहमेवापि संपश्यन कर्तुमर्हसि किंग सच एज जनक अटेन परफेक्शन सोली बाय परफॉर्मेंस ऑफ प्रिस्क्राइब ड्यूटीज देयरफॉर जस्ट फॉर द सेक ऑफ एजुकेटिंग द पीपल इन जनरल यू शुड परफॉर्म योर वर्क कुंती देवी शी इज द आंट ऑफ कृष्णा आई मीन टू हैव सच अ पर्सनल रिलेशनशिप विद कृष्णा वन मस्ट बी मोर देन द ग्रेटेस्ट योगी दैट यू कैन फाइंड इन दिस मटेरियल वर्ल्ड but still she is saying oh i am a less intelligent woman and you know even though the pandavas were in the, uh, were banished to the forest she also followed them because as a woman she has to be protected either by the father husband or sons the father was no more husband was no more sons were there so she stayed under the protection of the sons although she was not banished to the forest she did her duty uh, mother sita did her duty as a woman to be chased to the husband however difficult that might be hmm. so because they are the role models so for the loka sangraham evapi educating to educate the world this is called acharya acharya means one who teaches by example so actually in that sense kunti devi is an acharya mother sita is an acharya although they are women now you may say a woman cannot be spiritual master now they can be spiritual master like this we are learning from kunti devi right we are chanting her prayers we are learning from her the great sanyasis they learn from kunti devi's prayers and mother sita and all the chase women of the vedic uh, histories we learn so much so in that way they can by example they can teach others so that's why the next verse is this famous verse yadyadacharati shreshthas tatta devetarojana so whatever action a man, great man performs common man follow and whatever standards he sets by exemplary acts all the world pursues hmm. so the standards shankracharya st- set a very dangerous standard of interpreting the vedas in his own way so everybody followed interpreting in his own way jatamat tathapat that's it every any way that you can think of all that ways all those ways are correct that is the uh, philosophy <clears throat> so now going back to the actual verse okay today's verse is this tahara nahi ka dosh ishvar agnya paya गौणार्थ करो मुख्य अर्थ आच्छादिया गौणार्थ एंड मुख्य अर्थ बोधी गौणार्थ कर मुख्य अर्थ आच्छादिया मीन्स कवर्ड शंकराचार्य इज नॉट एट फॉल्ट ताहार नाहिक दोष ईश्वर आज्ञा पाया ताहार नाहिक दोष ईश्वर आज्ञा पाया गौणार्थ कर मुख्य अर्थ आच्छादिया Shankaracharya is not at fault, for it is under the order of the supreme personality of Godhead that He has covered 
the real purpose of the Vedas. Now this purport here is very very important and in this purport there are references to other verses so we will study all of that today. Okay. So, the Vedic literature is to be considered a source of real knowledge. But if one does not take it as it is, one will, one will be misled. <clears throat> for example, the Bhagavad Gita is an important Vedic literature that has been taught for many years. But because it was commented upon by unscrupulous rascals, <clears throat> people derived no benefit from it. And no one came to the conclusion of Krishna consciousness. Since the purpose of the Bhagavad Gita is now being presented as it is, however, within four or five short years, thousands of people all over the world have become Krishna conscious. And today we are about 50 years into it, millions. Now, uh, just a comment on that. See, there are many, many Hindus, Orthodox Hindus, Hindus, the nonsense word the nonsense nomenclature of our religion sanatan dharma actually so anyway because they are uh, they have anyway deviated let them have the deviated name so the hindus so called orthodox hindus they say this that this krishna consciousness movement is a very new version of hinduism and they are into krishna and all that they call themselves krishna consciousness which is never there in the you know um, Vedas, nothing. Uh, Vedaishya Sarvai Rahameva Vedya Krishna Bhavanamrit. So many words are there, yeah, but they don't know. So they say, oh, this Krishna consciousness movement is a very new one, new thing, uh, new version of Hinduism. Just like there are many other so-called, uh, all these Mayavadis, uh, Mayavadi groups of Hinduism. They think the, the orthodox Hinduism must follow the Adi Shankaracharya. They think like that. Just because something is older doesn't mean that is the standard. Well, if you actually want to determine the standard because it is old, then Sanatan Dharma is the oldest. Brahma first, when he heard the word, in fact it existed even before Brahma. In the spiritual world, Sanatan Dharma means the eternal transactions between the eternal souls and the eternal Supreme Personality of Godhead, which is the devotional service that is eternal. And in the spiritual world, it is always going on. That dharma, sanatan dharma, it is eternal. There is no beginning, there is no end. It goes on. Whenever the bhutva bhutva pralyate, this material world is, you know, created and destroyed, and whenever it is created, immediately, immediately, the Lord instructs the first living being in the universe, Brahma, in the science of sanatan dharma. Yeah. So that old it is. So if you want to actually trace the history. Uh, just because the so-called Krishna consciousness movement was, oh, some saint went uh, to America in 1966. It, it started in 1966. Shankaracharya, oh, that is like, you know, 1500 years or whatever back. You see? So, that is nonsense. Because this is millions and trillions of years old. Sanatan Dharma. It was covered by this unscrupulous religious principles. And those were actually timely emergencies. Uh, they also had a reason why the Sankracharya came like that and did that. So we will explain all that. But it was a timely necessary at that time. 
it is not the standard of sanatan dharma at all so you cannot call that shankaracharya is the father of hinduism that's what they call him among hinduism they call him the father of hindus no that's wrong wrong okay so <clears throat> now the old signs yoga prokta puratana krishna also said the same thing saevayam mayatedya fourth chapter bhagavad gita third verse you see what krishna is saying saevayam mayate adya adya means today yoga prokta puratana i am repeating now arjuna a science that is very very old although i am speaking today it is not a new thing that i am inventing i am talking about something that is very very old no trace in history how old it is now yoga prokta puratana same bhagavad gita as it is that same yoga prokta puratana is being repeated now and therefore it is older than the so called shankaracharya's philosophy Hmm. So although it is spoken in 1966 where Prabhupada officially registered the society and you know the movement came on but that is not the starting point it is yoga prokta puratana is an old science you see much much older and even if you take bhagavad gita's history itself millions of years but even the last time it was spoken by krishna 5000 years much before shankaracharya came so we have to take direct meaning from krishna and cannot explain it on in our own way so you see uh, for example bhagavad gita is an important vedic literature that has been taught for many years but because it was commented upon by unscrupulous rascals people derived no benefit from it and no one came to the conclusion of krishna consciousness since the purpose of the bhagavad gita is now being presented as it is however within 4 or 5 short years thousands of people all over the world have become krishna conscious that is the difference between direct and indirect explanations of the vedic literature therefore shri chaitanya mahaprabhu said mukhya vrittya shay artha mukhya vrittya shay artham parama mahatva to teach the vedic literature according to its direct meaning without false commentary is glorious Unfortunately Shri Shankaracharya under the order by the order of the supreme personality of godhead compromised between atheism and theism in order to cheat the atheists and bring them to theism and to do so he gave up the direct meaning of the vedic knowledge and tried to present a meaning which is indirect it is with this purpose that he wrote his sharirak bhashya commentary on the vedanta sutra now what is this compromise between atheism and theism let's try to understand Okay, let's before going there show you this. Madhya six dot hundred and sixty eight. Veda na mania bauddha hoyta nastik. Veda shraya nastik ke baad bauddha ke adhik. The Buddhists do not recognize the authority of the Vedas. therefore they are considered agnostics which is nastik atheists 
So this is atheism. Buddhism is actually atheism. Because they don't accept God. They accept Buddha as an enlightened personality, but not God. So they don't have the conception of God in Buddhism. So, however, those who have taken shelter of the Vedic scriptures yet preach agnosticism in accordance with the Mayavad philosophy are certainly more dangerous than the Buddhists. <clears throat> because they are uh, donning the garb of a religious person. Anybody who accepts Vedas is a religious person. So they seem to accept Vedas. But actually they don't accept the Vedas because they don't accept the Mukhyavritti. The as it is meaning they distort the meaning and then lead them away from somewhere else. Lead the followers somewhere else. So the Buddhists are direct atheists, honest atheists. This uh, Shankaracharya is indirect and therefore it is very very cunning. Hmm. So let's read this also. I actually did not plan of plan to read this. But um, although the Buddhists we, we need to understand what is the context of Shankaracharya's appearance. So let's read some of this. Although the Buddhists are directly opposed to Vaishnava philosophy, it can easily be understood that the Shankarites are more dangerous because they accept the authority of the Vedas yet act contrary to Vedic instructions. Vedashraya Nastikyavad. This is very, very dangerous. Vedanamaniya Bauddha Hoyta Nastik. They don't accept the Vedas, so they are Buddhas, Buddhists are Nastik, atheists. But Vedashraya Nastikyavad. Oh, Bauddha Gyadik. So this is like, you know, uh, again, an example was set by Ravana himself. He was a demon, but he um, came in the garb of a saint to the ashram where Mother Sita was staying in the forest. So, if he came as a demon, it is very evident. But he came in the garb of a saint. And that is more dangerous. Because in the future, if anybody comes in the garb of a saint, nobody will believe. They will have doubts. Is he a Ravana or a real saint? And nowadays, people can't even make out. People are donning some, you know, robes. And, you know, they are known as some Swamiji, Guruji, you know, Sadguru. Big, big titles. Speaking absolute rascaldom, nonsense, atheism. Complete atheism. Complete nonsense. And they are, you know, given big, big titles. They are demons in the garb of devotees. Uh, in, the gar- in the garb of saintly persons. So this Vedashraya Nastikyavad, by appearance or by speaking, they also seemingly speak on Veda- Vedic um, topics. But they have no regard for the, uh, the actual meaning of those uh, sentences in the Vedas uh, or the, you know, literature. They have their own agenda. All rascals. This is very, uh, very, very dangerous. Vedashraya Nastikyavad means agnosticism under the shelter of Vedic culture and refers to the monistic philosophy of the Mayavadis. Lord Buddha abandoned the authority of the Vedic literature and therefore rejected the ritualistic ceremonies and sacrifices recommended in the Vedas. Because they were misusing the sacrificial process, yajna process, and killing animals without restriction. So he stopped that. Okay, 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 forget the Vedas. You don't understand the Vedas. Um, he did not say like that. His mission is like this. You people don't understand the Vedas at all. You don't deserve the Vedas. Come, I'll teach you some elementary ABCD, kindergarten. Before you go to primary school system, you know, there is a kindergarten. 
to get you accustomed a little bit so let us you don't you, you don't deserve the secondary school or you know like a bachelor's degree no you go to kindergarten go and that is buddha <coughs> i'll teach you non violence you know stepping stones to religion they are not even religious religious principles yet stepping stones to religious principles so his nirvana philosophy means stopping all material activities lord buddha did not recognize the presence of transcendental forms and spiritual activities beyond the material world he simply described voidism beyond this material existence everything beyond this material world is just void and that's what we need to achieve that is nirvana the mayavadi philosophers of offer lip service to vedic authority but try to escape the vedic ritualistic ceremonies they concoct some idea of a transcendental position and call themselves narayan or god however god's position is completely different from their concoction such mayavadi philosophers consider themselves above the influence of karmakanda Uh, fruitive activities and the reactions for them the spiritual world is equated with the buddhist voidism so this is the compromise between atheism and theism that we are talking about in the other other purport prabhupada explained this he compromised between atheism and theism so he took the theistic vedic scriptures and he took the philosophy of the atheistic lord buddha and he combined so you know that's that is the compromise between atheism and theism so for them the spiritual world is equated with the buddhist voidism see this is the compromise there is very little difference between impersonalism and voidism voidism can be directly understood but in, but the impersonalism enunciated by mayavadi philosophers is not very easily understandable of course mayavadi philosophers accept a spiritual existence but they do not know about the spiritual world and the spiritual beings According to Srimad Bhagavatam 10.2.32 Ye nye ravindakshya vimuktamaninastvayyastha bhavad avishuddha buddhayah aruhya krichrena parampadam tatah patantyadhonadrita yushmadangrayah The intelligence of the Mayavadis is not purified. Therefore, even though they practice austerities for self-realization, they cannot remain within the impersonal Brahma Jyoti. Consequently, they fall down again into this material world. The Mayavadi's conception of spiritual existence is almost identical to the negation of material existence. The Mayavadi's believe that there is nothing positive in spiritual life. Hmm. That means um like here we have taste for example, I mean this one. We we can eat and we can feel taste. Now their idea is that spiritual means anti-material. Whatever we see in material, it should not be there in spiritual. Nasty nasty nasty. um neti 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 you know so here there is taste spiritual world means there is no taste here there is form spiritual world means there is no form A- anti matter anything that is in matter opposite is spiritual that is their understanding they don't understand that the spiritual world is a reality and this material world is a reflection of reality yeah there is no real substance here but this is a reflection of the real substance that they don't understand they don't accept the a theory of reflection uh, they accept the theory of opposite complete you know negation so there is no positive existence of anything in the spiritual world the definition of spiritual world for them is by negation by negating whatever experiences we have here negating that negating that negating oh 
this is neti 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 not this not this not this not this what is the positive description of what it is that is not known to them that's why it is said here like that the mayavadis believe that there is nothing positive in spiritual life as a result they can they cannot understand devotional service or the worship of the supreme person sachidananda vigraha the mayavadi philosophers considered deity worship and devotional service to be pratibimbavad or the worship of a form that is reflection of a false material form so for them deity worship is also maya but they do sometimes take to deity worship with the understanding that oh these deity forms especially panchopasana they do they worship five forms and they think that all are forms of brahman the impersonal brahman uh, and uh, they are vishnu shiva uh, ganesh um surya and durga these five forms they worship they worship and uh, in that way they think that this is good the form worship is good for initial focusing on the mind focusing of the mind and then eventually when one becomes advanced then he can once he become liberated then he can get himself uh, he can rid himself of this meditation of the forms and he can achieve that form less in fact i'll tell you an experience it this was in uh, 2011 i think 2011 10 years back so we went to jagannath puri and you know there are some guides you know who will explain to you about the jagannath temple and everything so we had one such guide okay he was explaining about all the aspects of jagannath temple and the worship there and the festivals and everything so he was explaining the snana yatra mahotsav the bathing ceremony of lord jagannath and he said after the snan the lord will be missing in the altar for two weeks a little more than two weeks and on the dvitiya after the one fortnight and after the, in the next fortnight on the dvitiya the second day uh, the lord comes out on the rath yatra so he is saying he was saying that the whole year one takes form of uh, darshan of jagannath and in those two weeks when he is not in the altar ah then one takes darshan of the actual nir- nirakar nirgun brahma the formless god i immediately chastise him like anything what nonsense you are talking huh what formless god this is nonsense this is rubbish philosophy Huh? It, it it is a very you know that when um, chaitanya mahaprabhu was there in jagannath puri when the lord was missing for two weeks it is to increase of course lord is so called sick you know transcendently uh, ill and then you know the painting of the lord all takes place at the time inside but for the devotees so chaitanya mahaprabhu did not go inside and all so he was outside so he used to take darshan of jagannath every day so when the lord was missing in the two weeks then it actually uh, gave rise to so many um, uh, symptoms of ecstasy in separation vipralamba bhav it heightened the ecstasy of chaitanya mahaprabhu and when the rath yatra came he was dancing in ecstasy everywhere he was everywhere <laughs> he was in all kirtan parties in all three chariots you see huh. so that is the real mood of the the 
the lord being missing in the uh, for two weeks it is to increase the desire of the devotees to see him you know because like <laughs> when i i must tell you this because when i was isolated because i had covid i was isolated in a facility and every day every day here for years for decade more than a decade one and a half decades every day darshan is you know i took darshan of the lord in the temple and then i'm in a place where you know there's nothing there i cannot even go so i asked the devotees to you know because they used to send prasadam to me um you know three times a day so i asked them to bring um, some pictures of the deities of course there is whatsapp group the darshan also i was seeing the photos every day darshan but you know i, I all the time i want to have the picture there because it is very um, you know it is very disturbing if if you don't see the lord you know i mean that is a slight feeling if you even even any normal devotee will have that feeling if he cannot see the lord he will you know he will feel you know emptiness chaitanya mahaprabhu had that for the high at the highest range the highest level vipralambha bhav so that is the real mood of that but he was explaining in mayavadi oh that is the time you take darshan of the nirgun nirakar brahma the rubbish nonsense you better start reading bhagavad gita you know we have a temple here you take the bhagavad gita as it is from shri prabhupada and start reading it only what nonsense you're talking you don't teach us philosophy you show the temple yeah you show don't teach us philosophy we will teach you philosophy okay then he 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 stayed quiet after that so this is a problem you see even in the dham even in the holy place supposed to be a devotee of jagannath misled by this mayavad philosophy why no reading this is what happens when we just do deity worship or just go and visit temples and go out and then no hearing nothing this is what happens and they because it was us because we were saved from baisala prabhupad we i could tell him that you are wrong what other people what they will think ah yes yes nirakar nirgun brahma hare krishna they won't even say hare krishna jay jagannath jay nirakar what is this nonsense huh so how many people will be misled like that so the mayavadi's conception of spiritual existence is more almost identical to the negation of material existence the mayavadi's believe that there is no nothing positive in spiritual life as a result they cannot understand devotional service or the worship of the supreme person such as ananda vigraha brahma samhita 5.1 the mayavadi philosophers consider deity worship and devotional service to be pratibimbavad or the worship of a form that is a reflection of a false material form thus the lord's transcendental form which is eternally blissful and full of knowledge is unknown to the mayavadis mayavadi philosophers although the term bhagavan is explicitly described in shrimad bhagavatam they cannot understand it even in bhagavad gita also bhagavan shri bhagavan vacha but they cannot understand it brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavan iti shabdyate the absolute truth is called brahman paramatma and bhagavan 1 to 11 bhagavatam the mayavadis try to understand brahman only or at the most paramatma however they are unable to understand bhagavan therefore the supreme personality of godhead krishna says mayaya pahrita gnanah because of the temperament of the mayavadi philosophers real knowledge is taken from them they may call the lord body as maya lord's body but they are referred to as mayaya pahrita gnan that's why they are called mayavadi hmm. that means they, everything is maya for them 
although they say sarvam khalvidam brahma they say here everything is maya um, everything is brahma everything is spiritual they say but that is only possible if we engage in devotional service everything will be spiritualized ब्रह्मापण ब्रह्म हविर्ब्रह्मा ब्रह्मणाहुत ब्रह्मतेन गंतव्यम ब्रह्मकर्म सधिना एवरीथिंग इज ब्रह्म सर्व खलुत ब्रह्म बट वेन वेन देर इज ब्रह्मापण वेन देर इज ऑफरिंग टू द लॉर्ड दैट बिकम स्पिरीचुलाइज दैट इज हाउ टू रियलाइज सर्व खलुत ब्रह्म नॉट दट ओ एवरी वन इज वि आल ब्रह्म इफ यूर आल वन दट सेट एवरीथिंग इज ब्रह्म नाउ आई एम कंडीशन ब्रह्म Later, I will be liberated, Brahman. Oh, rubbish nonsense is this. Huh? Because they cannot. Of course, we are Brahman, but we are not para Brahman. But they equate Brahma, aham Brahmasmi, to aham para Brahmasmi, and that is nonsense. Because of the temperament of the Mayavadi philosophers, real knowledge is taken from them. Hmm. They don't have real knowledge. Because they cannot receive the mercy of the Lord, they will always be bewildered by His transcendental form. That's why they don't understand it, and they decide that this is Maya form. Impersonal philosophy destroys the three phases of knowledge: Gnana, Gnaya, and Gnata. As soon as one speaks of knowledge, there must be a person who is the knower. Hmm? Gnaya, Gnaya means the knower. No, no, no. Gnata means the knower. Gnaya means what is to be known, the knowledge itself. Sorry, Gnana means knowledge, and Gnaya means the object of knowledge. Yes. Uh, so in this way, there must be knower, the knowledge itself, and the object of knowledge, what you are knowing about. So Mayavad philosophy combines these three categories. That means, we, the living entity, should be the What is that? I think gyata. Gyata means the subject imagined matter subject. Katham na gnayam. Okay, let let us see here. It is kind of uh, solidify that understanding. Katham na gnayam. Gnayam be known. Uh, so that means uh, he is not the. So that is the object of knowledge. See, gnaya means the object of knowledge. That is Krishna, and gnata means the knower, and gnana means the knowledge. Now they are combining gnata and gnaya. They are combining like I am equal to the the gnata is equal to the gnaya. Uh, the no the the knower is equal to the known. So that is their they mix up. Mayavad philosophy combines these three categories. <clears throat> Therefore, the Mayavadis cannot understand how the spiritual potencies of the supreme personality of Godhead act. Because of their poor fund of knowledge, they cannot understand the distinction in the spiritual world between knowledge, the knower, and the object of knowledge. Because of this, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu considers the Mayavadi philosophers more dangerous than the Buddhists. Going back. You see, Sri Shankaracharya, by the order of the supreme personality of Godhead, compromised between atheism and theism in order to cheat the atheists and bring them to theism. That was his <coughs> mission, uh, because he somehow wanted them to accept the Vedas. Oh, they are um, accustomed to uh, Buddhist uh, uh, atheistic philosophy. Okay, okay, okay. 
and they're not accepting Vedas. Okay, fine. Let me make them accept Vedas, <coughs> and then in the future somebody will actually give the true meaning of the Vedas. Once they accept it, then uh, in the future when Vaishnava uh, Acharyas come, they will accept on the authority of the Vedas. So let them accept first the authority of the Vedas. So he explained Vedic literature according to the philosophy they understood. So because they were already accustomed to that philosophy, it was easy for them to accept the Vedas. Oh, okay. Oh, Vedas also say that about the same thing what we are thinking. Okay, okay. Then it's acceptable to us. Vedas are acceptable. Then Vedas became very uh, firmly established, especially in India. If you see Shankaracharya, Buddhist influence was all over India after King Ashoka. All over India. But then, and even Nepal, India means at that time Bharat Varsham was much bigger, not our current India. Nepal, Bhutan, uh, even Pakistan, uh, Bangladesh and Burma, everything was India. In fact, even, in fact, at one point of the whole world, but then that's why even Indochina, Indonesia, so all these countries were actually part of part of Bharat Varsha. So, slow by, I mean, you know, step by step, all the uh, parts were, you know, like separated from India. And now India is what it is. <clears throat> and in the future, it will even reduce more. It is, uh, it is already predicted in the Bhagavatam that in the future, at the end of Kali Yuga, only the land that is uh, surrounding the Ganga river will be known as Bharat Varsha. Everything else will be other countries. That time also will come. Okay. So anyway, so Ashoka, he brought in Buddhism. Whole India was full of Buddhism. But then, uh, what happened? Shankaracharya came. So what was the influence of Shankaracharya? You see, the whole of India, hardly anybody is a Buddhist now. Although the center of Buddhism, the Gaya, Bodh Gaya, is there in the Bihar province. But Indians are not really, uh, they don't follow Buddhism. Very few are there. But you see, all outside, you see Sri Lanka, so much Buddhist influence. There is uh, Nepal, Buddhist influence. Bhutan, and then there is Burma. China, Japan, Vietnam, Cambodia, so much Buddhist influence here, outside the borders of India. So that was to protect that the holy places, all the Punya Bhumi of India, Bharatvarsh, that was Shankaracharya's contribution. Vedas were brought in and then later on, we will, we will read about that now. So, it is uh, with this purpose that he wrote his Shariraka Bhasha commentary on the Vedanta Sutra. One should not therefore attribute very much importance to the Shariraka Bhasha because it was only a bridge uh, meant to bring the atheists to theism. That's all. It is not meant for the theists. I'll give an example. You see, in some part of the scriptures, Vedic scriptures, yeah, M.K. Sharma is saying, I am from Gaya. Also, it is famous for Vishnupad Mandir Prabhu. Yeah, so, you see, he is at the heart of the Buddhism. <laughs> is M.K. Sharma. So, but there is, of course, there is Vishnu Gaya also. You know, there is Vishnu temple. Yeah. So, anyway, <clears throat> 
what we were saying one should not therefore attribute very much importance so it's a bridge now the example is like for example in the, in the um, scriptures in of uh, mode of ignorance there is the what is that injunction injunction in the vedas to eat meat once a month now that injunction is definitely a vedic injunction and it is meant for those who are accustomed to eating meat so that they can rise to the platform of once a month eating meat instead of every day eating meat so that is a purification for them now we have to be the followers of vedas right vedan veda vedana manya bauddha hoyta nasti if we don't believe the vedas we are nasty we are atheists oh i am also atheist i am not atheist so vedas say we must kill once a month animal so i will kill once a month animal that is a fall down although i am so called following the vedas it is meant for a group of group of people who are very downtrodden in their culture to elevate them in a in a mad, in a manner of sacrifice a little bit better become a little bit better no you are bad become less bad that's it it is not that it is good it is less bad that's all you still have to one has to suffer the consequences that's all so similarly the the mayavad philosophy was meant for such atheists to bring them but it is not meant for the higher classes who were already situated in uh, sanatan dharma to accept that philosophy that was meant for a different class of people to elevate them not that we have to degrade them to that degrade to that position we have to it is always we have to climb up it is not a way to climb down no so if they are in step 1 okay go to step 2 but you are on step 90 and then you want to go to step 2 oh, what for huh? so that is nonsense that's why we cannot follow it's not of much importance hmm this shankaracharya and his philosophy and they are taken as a father of hinduism and the overall authority of hinduism one should not therefore attribute very much importance to the sharirika bhashya in order to understand vedanta philosophy one must study shrimad bhagavatam which begins with the words om namo bhagavate vasudevaya janmadyasya yatonvaya ditaratashcharthesh vabhigya abhigya swarat 111 I offer my obeisances unto Lord Shri Krishna, son of Vasudev, who is the supreme personality, all-pervading personality of Godhead. I meditate upon Him, the transcendent reality, who is the primeval cause of all causes, from whom all manifested universes arise, in whom they dwell, uh, in whom they dwell, and by whom they are destroyed. I meditate upon that eternally effulgent Lord, who is directly and indirectly conscious of all manifestations. and yet is fully independent so this is just the first line of the bhagavatam not even the first verse shrimad bhagavatam is the real commentary on the vedanta sutra unfortunately if one is attracted to shri shankaracharya's commentary sharirika bhashya his spiritual life is doomed one may argue that since shankaracharya is an incarnation of lord shiva and that is a fact is an incarnation of lord shiva how is it that he cheated people in this way now you know lord shiva is in charge of destruction he does the tandavan ritya at the time of universal destruction now he also he has uh, the 11 rudras now rudra principle he he destroys not only at the end of creation 
but also during creation any destructive process is actually a manifestation of the rudra principle that is governed by lord shiva like for example even the anger the destructive force is the rudra principle like the snake has the destructive force the lion the ferocity of a lion the strength of a lion is actually rudra because it's destructive it's very destructive so that kind of principle is actually rudra principle anything that causes like nuclear weapons those are rudra principle anything that has to do with destruction and the destruction not only means killing but it also here in a more subtle way the killing the culture killing the knowledge so one may argue that since sankracharya is an incarnation of lord shiva how is it that he cheated people in this way the answer is that he did so on the order of his master the supreme personality of godhead this is confirmed in the padma purana in the words of lord shiva himself when when uh, sarvabhoom bhattacharya heard these verses from chaitanya mahaprabhu he gave up he gave up his mayavad philosophy after one week of hearing from chaitanya mahaprabhu he could not believe anything i mean he could not believe that he was being defeated because he was sarvabhauma sarvabhauma means he has conquered the earth there was no one on earth who could face him in an argument that was how scholarly sarvabhauma bhattacharya was he is an incarnation of brihaspati himself brahmarshi not ordinary but he was defeated when shankaracharya quoted finally this verse after one week of explaining not actually one week actually sorry sarvabhauma was explaining chaitanya mahaprabhu was listening not a single word uttered but then when he started explaining and defeated shankaracharya this was the final verse that destroyed his uh, mayavadi uh, consciousness and he became devotee mayavadam sachhastram prachhannam baudham uchyate prachhannam baudham means hidden buddhism mayavadam sachhastram prachhannam baudham uchyate now this is interesting here this padma purana was spoken way before lord buddha came but then you see he mentioned the word baudham buddhist philosophy means every kali yuga there is buddha coming and then there is buddhist philosophy um so that same thing will happen in this kali yuga so prachannam baudham so in fact it is in narasimha puran there is reference to a muslim man also who chanted haram and because he chanted haram the word ram and he was actually being attacked by a wild boar and you know as he was being attacked he chanted oh because it's a pig right pig is haram in uh, for them uh, haram means you know you cannot touch it it's prohibited so as the pig was you know attacking him boar he was he said he shouted haram 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 and he died like that by the attack of the wild boar and he went back to godhead because he chanted ram and there is actually a verse in narasimha purana it is said so that means the muslim religion also was there in every kali yuga these things will come this history even they don't know <laughs> we know um this is explained by haridas thakur you see antya cc antya 3.56 dam shri dam shraha to mlecho haramet punah punah 
पुनः पुनः अगेन एंड अगेन ही वॉज साउंडिंग हाराम हाराम उक्वापि मुक्ति मापनोति किम पुनः श्रद्धया गृणन इवन अ म्लेच्छा हु इज बीइंग अटैक्ड हु इज बीइंग किल्ड बाय द टस्क ऑफ अ बोर एंड हु क्राइज इन डिस्ट्रेस अगेन एंड अगेन हाराम हाराम अटेंस लिबरेशन व्हाट देन टू स्पीक ऑफ दोस हु चांड द होली नेम विद वेनरेशन एंड फेथ सिंस दिस is a quotation from the narsimha puran this indicates that in the puranic age there must also have been blechas and yavanas and the words haram meaning condemned were also uttered in those days see that so is <clears throat> interesting there so the baudham prachannam baudham uchyate so that's why the when we think oh the times are changing you know there is now technology there is this and that for us with our short life span it looks like oh the world is changing everything is changing but actually these are the same things that happen every kaliyuga and every satyuga there are same principles that happen dwapar yuga treta yuga and kaliyuga everything the same things happen it's like seasons oh if from summer if if an animal exists from summer to winter and then dies now in the summer it was hot and then in winter it was changing oh the whole world is changing it's become cold now climate change there's a and then it dies oh the whole world has changed i have died in a changed world but actually every year the same thing comes right so it's a regular function kala chakra this is the cyclic functions of time in this material world so mayavadam asachhastram prachhannam bauddham uchyate mayaiva kalpitam devi kalau brahmana roopina brahmana chaparam roopam nirgunam vakshyate maya सर्वस्व जगतोप्य मोहनाथम कलयुगे वेदात तो महा वेदाते तो महाशास्त्रे मायावादम अवैदिक मैव वक्ष्यते देवी जगता नाशकारनाशकारनाट मीन फॉर द डिस्ट्रक्शन ऑफ द होल वर्ल्ड जगताय वॉट इज द डिस्ट्रक्शन हि हाउ इज इट how did the philosophy destroy it because it destroyed the yagna process yagna means to sacrifice to the supreme yagna means devotional service sacrifice to the supreme to serve the supreme sacrifice the tendency of material sense gratification the karma which is the root of our material existence to sacrifice that for the pleasure of the lord is called yagna and if if the devotional service sentiment the krishna consciousness sentiment is removed then you see even krishna says if the yagna is not there you see in the beginning okay i'll show you a couple of verses in the third chapter 10th verse you see sahayagnyah prajah srishtva purovacha prajapati anena prasavishyadvam eshavostvishtakamadu in the beginning of creation the lord of all creatures sent forth generations of men and demigods along with sacrifices for vishnu immediately as long as the population was created in the universe yagnyaso sahayagnyah praja srishtva along with yagnyas praja was the population was created not without ah be thou happy by this yagna that means if you don't perform this yagna you will be unhappy nashakaranat that is the thing sankara i mean lord shiva is saying jagatam nashakaranat this whole cooperation the whole wholesome uh, functioning of the material world will not happen if one does not do yagna process and if you if you read these verses from 3 3 to 10 i mean 3 10 to 3 16 
you will understand the the necessity of the performance of yagna for even material material comfort to have a peaceful life in this material world and when you have peace then you can peacefully prosecute spiritual life right uh, but if you don't have peace in the material world then you will be working even harder to counteract that miserable condition and then you will have no more time left for krishna consciousness which is the actual aim of human life so most uh, in the whole time will be wasted in the sense gratification and working hard day and night to achieve that and that is exactly what is happening now everybody is working hard day and night because the sense of uh, yagna or sense of devotional service is uh, missing nirvishesh shunyavadi paschatya desha tarine we say every morning i mean every day so many times namaste saraswate deve gauravani pracharane nirvishesh shunyavadi paschatya desha tarine now this nirvishesh and shunyavadi this Hmm. mayavadi and buddhist philosophy is not only in this uh, asia pacific region or what every paschatya deshata even western philosophies are actually atheism or they are also influenced by buddhist philosophy and mayavadi philosophy they also speculate so it is all over the world actually the whole world is under the influence of this nirvishesha shunyavadi philosophy so now here krishna is saying be thou happy by this yagna because its performance will bestow upon you everything desirable for living happily and achieving liberation so materially yeah you have been rascals you have come into this material world rejecting me um, but still if you do this yagna you will be happy here and you will attain me attain back to the spiritual world and in my company again so he has set up a system which is for complete welfare of the entire universe and you see how the demigods being pleased by sacrifices will also please you and thus by cooperation between men and demigods prosperity will reign for all and how actually it works see in charge of the various necessities of life the demigods being satisfied by the performance of yagna will supply all necessities to you but he who enjoys such gifts without offering them to the demigods in return is certainly a thief and a thief will never have a comfortable life now this yagna is stopped uh, you see तैर्दत्ता अप्रदायभ्यो यो भुंक्ते स्तेन एव सह एंड 314 दिस इज द दिस इज द कोऑपरेशन बिटवीन मैन एंड डेमिगॉड्स अन्नाद भवन्ति भूतानि एवरीबॉडी सब्सिस्ट ऑन फूड ग्रेन्स अदरवाइज दे कैन नॉट लिव एंड पर्जन्याद अन्नसंभव रेन्स प्रोड्यूस ग्रेन्स यज्ञाद भवति पर्जन्यो बाय यज्ञ रेन्स कम ऑफ कोर्स रेन्स आल्सो आर देयर हैपनिंग ऑन द सी ऑन द ओशन there is also there is a cause why it happens everything has a cause but now especially for the land uh, why there is so much disruption some famine some you know drought some you know pandemics epidemics and all these things are happening now is because of no yagna and nasha karana is nasha everything will be destroyed just see the time how it will go in the future yagnyat bhavati parjanyo now rain may come but over rain is also problem floods like happened in china earlier this year that is also a problem so everything has to be in the correct proportion correct quantity and correct timing so everything will be in order if there is yagna if there is no yagna everything will be disordered because rains are controlled by the demigods indra and other aspects also surya is there there is wind everything all of them are in charge यज्ञ कर्म समुद्भव 
and yajna how to perform yajna how to satisfy the demigods we have to do our the karma samudbhavah our duties our prescribed duties oh yeah that's good okay i am a you know i am a say a stunt man so i will do my duty stunt man and then demigods will be please rain will come and no no, no. next verse karma brahmodbhavam vidhi the work the prescribed duty is prescribed where not in the in the factory of my brain but in the vedas regulated activities are prescribed in the vedas karma brahmodbhavam vidhi brahmakshara samudbhavam and vedas are coming from the supreme personality of god head akshara samudbhavam tasmat sarvagatam brahman nityam yagne pratishthitam so this is how we have to perform conduct ourselves and of course if we are the highest yagna is sankirtan yagna especially in this age and if we just chant krishna's name all the demigods who are just parts and parcels of his personality will provide everything on the order of krishna hmm everybody has nothing to worry about anything if he performs yagna so now going back maya eva vakshyate devi jagatam nashakarana now translation the mayavad philosophy lord shiva informed his wife parvati is impious asat shastra it is covered buddhism my dear parvati in kali yuga i assume the form of a brahmana and teach this imagined mayavad philosophy in order to cheat the atheists i describe the supreme personality of godhead to be without form and without qualities similarly in explaining vedanta i describe the same mayavad philosophy in order to mislead the entire population toward atheism by denying the personal form of the lord see and atheism means nashakarana it's it's headed toward destruction in the shiva purana the supreme personality of godhead told lord shiva dvaparado yuge bhutva kalaya manushadishu स्वागमै mislead the people what kind of how come the lord is merciful then how he can do this vimukhan means they were misusing the lord the vedas hmm. so atheists uh, that, that's why buddha came and then this was to convert them to this but then in the future it will have ripple effect although it was meant to repair the buddhist situation in india but in the future it will have a ripple effect and of course kaliyuga means it is also happening by the grace of the lord by the will of the lord that kaliyuga is here right and if irreligion has to take place that is also by the will of the lord but then why does the lord will that there will be irreligion because people want they want like that so all the sinful people are put in the kaliyuga here on earth and here they are put in you know all these miserable conditions ultimately you may say oh why did why did krishna make kali yuga in the same way why did krishna make material world why did krishna make hellish worlds he did not want to make he did not want this kali yuga also he did not want the material world in fact what to speak of satya yuga 
he did not want the material world we are the ones who forced krishna to have it to put it here and of course he does his pastimes here but then we are the ones who forced the lord to accommodate us in this prison of material world so kaliyuga is also here because of our sinful reactions hmm it's like there is a place designated for criminals the prison so there is also the place this material world is a place and especially the lower planets starting from this earth and below but also not only the place is designated the time is also designated for more suffering for such people you see ah uh, dimitri Prabhu is saying nowadays scientists try to control rains by technologies, but this is so foolish actually. <laughs> it is so imperfect and it is so hilarious sometimes. He is pouring some pouring some salt here in the clouds with an airplane, and then the weight increases, and then the 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 clouds go somewhere else by wind, and then the uh, the rains fall in the enemy country, and they have rains and these people have no rains. So many things are happening anyway. Is uh, they will never they will never be able to do it. This is all like Ravana, you know. He wanted to build a staircase to heaven, so that people can go to heaven without any. And now we have today the so-called the most intelligent man of our time, Elon Musk, who is also taking people to Mars, or at least want to take people to Mars, not by a staircase but by some spacecraft. He wants a civilization on Mars. This is like this another Ravanam. He is maybe very very intelligent, but Maya apahrita gyana. His knowledge is kidnapped by Maya. So he is talking nonsense, and they have this. Of course, his company is SpaceX, but the United States their uh, space program is by NASA. So here NASA Karanath. Well, <laughs> you can uh, put two and two together. <coughs> now in kaliyuga mislead the people in general by propound, propounding imaginary meanings for the vedas to bewilder them these are the descriptions of the puranas now shri bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur comments that mukhya vritti the direct meaning is abhidha vritti or the meaning that one can understand immediately from the statements of dictionaries whereas gauna vritti the indirect meaning is a meaning that one imagines without consulting the dictionary for example one politician has said Gandhi this is the politician For example one politician has said that kurukshetra refers to the body but in the dictionary there is no such definition therefore this imaginary meaning is gaunavritti whereas the direct meaning found in the dictionary is mukhyavritti or abhidhavritti This is the distinction between the two Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu recommends that one understand the Vedic literature in terms of abhidhavritti and the gaunavritti he rejects sometimes however as a matter of necessity the vedic literature is described in terms of the lakshanavritti or gaunavritti but one should not accept such explanations as permanent truths and in fact um we have examples of even vaishnava acharyas using indirect way of explaining like you know that um, puranjan the story of puranjan that narad muni explained to prachina barhi in the fourth canto which we are now still reading so that is an indirect way of explaining something which is more direct actually he is mentioning in a, in an imaginary story 
so unless we hear the uh, prabhupada's commentary we don't really know what those meanings are and the ver- ver- the verses are so cryptic and in the end even prachina barhi asked nardamuni <clears throat> can you ex- again explain all this because i did not understand the cryptic messages that you were trying to tell then nardamuni tells him directly uh, because prachina barhi was very proud of his um, you know uh, karmakandiya yagnas and charity and uh, austerity kind of especially charity so he wanted to pride will be immediately you know smashed if one directly tells one can chastise one's disciple but when one is not a disciple then if you chastise the person will take it another way sometimes nowadays disciple also taking it another way and then running away from the guru or oh, he is talking very harshly that means he is not real uh, disciple actually anyway but uh, because prachinabar he was not yet a direct disciple of narada so narada was explaining this is the mercy of Chet- saintly people they try to explain although he was going in the karmakandiya way and uh, bhagavad gita also says don't disturb such people who are materialistically involved but preachers will disturb them they will kind of um, you know uh, quote unquote disobey this instruction of the lord to an extent um because they understand the real plan of the lord the, real, the lord actually wants everybody to come back so they understand and they cannot see the them suffering and because the devotees and also the lord has another um you know reason why he sends devotees to reclaim the fallen souls so that the devotees will get the credit the lord does not want to take the credit prithvi what is that prithvi cha chujata nagaradigram sarvatra prachar hoibe morna hoibe means in the future uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu could have done himself but he left it for shri prabhu shri prabhu said he left it for me to do it once this question was asked to him by an indian man so he asked prabhupada that chaitanya mahaprabhu why did he say that in the future it will be done why see, he himself is god he could have done it and shri prabhupada just you know he was walking it was a morning walk he walked he continued to walk with silence after a few seconds he stopped and said he left that for me so all the devotees were like jai jai shri prabhupada you know of course so that is prabhupada that is that is the supreme lord he will <clears throat> always want to give credit to his devotees so that is the real reason why he sends uh, the the acharyas now imaginary meaning gaunavritti whereas dictionary meaning is mukhya vritti or abhidavritti so chaitanya mahaprabhu recommends that one understand the vedic literature in terms of abhidavritti and the gaunavritti rejects Um, so as i said vaishnava acharyas have also adopted gaunavritti in, in sometimes uh, in uh, you know in bhagavatam also we have some examples of like that but it is not distorting the actual philosophy and presenting something else it is rather presenting an imaginary story to explain reality that's the way vaishnava acharyas do you see whereas the shankaracharya he took the real text and then explain in an imaginary way you see the difference the the vaishnava acharyas point everybody to reality uh, whereas he is diverting shankaracharya is diverting people from the reality to put into them put them into some illusion so this is the difference of the employment of this uh, lakshana vritti gauna vritti or indirect way of explaining you see <coughs> and you see 
sometimes however as a matter of necessity of course shankaracharya's is a necessity also uh, but even in bhagavatam we saw that necessity of narad muni explaining to prachana barhi and after that prachana barhi he became more serious and he became then disciple of narad muni you see then he followed then he immediately after hearing from narad muni he left he left his kingly position without even his sons returning and he went to practice austerities to become krishna conscious so so sometimes there is a matter of necessity in terms of the lakshana vritti or uh, the vedic literature is described in terms of the lakshana vritti or gana vritti but one should not accept such explanations as permanent truths hmm. so it is pointing to the permanent truth you see so narad muni actually later clarified actually he was he is speaking the permanent truth but in an indirect way cryptic way so anyway the real thing is this as it is meaning hmm of the vedic literature that is what we need to understand that is the permanent explanation the purpose of the discussions in the upanishads and vedanta sutra is to philosophically establish the personal feature of the absolute truth the impersonalists however in order to establish their philosophy accept these discussions in terms of lakshana vritti or indirect meanings ah uh. thus instead of being tatvavad or in search of the absolute truth they become mayavad or illusioned by the material energy when shri vishnu swami one of the four acharyas of the vaishnava cult presented his thesis on the subject of shuddhadvaitavad which is purified monism immediately the mayavadis took advantage of this philosophy and tried to establish their advaitavad or kevala advaitavad to defeat this kevala advaitavad shri ramanujacharya presented his philosophy as vishishta advaitavad and shri madhvacharya presented his philosophy of tattvavad or it's also known as shuddha dvaitavad it's not shuddha advaitavad shuddha dvaitavad so it's also called tattvavad both of which are stumbling blocks to the mayavadis because they defeat their philosophy in scrupulous detail and if you see shri bhashya of ramanujacharya oh he destroys the mayavad philosophy and presents evidence from the vedas itself to defeat the mayavad philosophy huh. and for every bhagavad gita verse he takes out a verse from the vedas in his commentary he is the scholarly i mean presentation of ramanujacharya is unprecedented so <clears throat> students of vedic philosophy know very well how strongly shri ramanujacharya's vishishta advaitavad and shri madhvacharya's tattvavad contest the impersonal mayavad philosophy now they have written commentaries to explain now shri chaitanya mahaprabhu however accepted the direct meaning of the vedanta philosophy and thus defeated the mayavad philosophy immediately this as it is explanation without writing any commentary he did not write any commentary but he just explain with the abhidhavritti or um, mukhya vritti instead of gauna or lakshana vritti indirect meaning um he opined chaitanya mahaprabhu opined in this connection that anyone who follows the principles of the sharirak bhashya is doomed mayavad bhashya sunile hoy sarvanash this is confirmed in the padma puran where lord shiva tells parvati lord shiva is also telling you will be doomed and who will be doomed not some fools and rascals now you see shrunu devi pravaksh shrunu devi pravakshami 
तामसानि यथाक्रमं येषां श्रवणमात्रेण पातित्यम ज्ञानिनामपी एंड भक्तिविनोद ठाकुर से इवन महाभागवत विल फॉलो ज्ञानिनाम पातित्यम ज्ञानिनामपी इवन मोस्ट लर्नड स्कॉलर विल फॉलो डाउन एंड भक्तिविनोद ठाकुर से इवन समटाइम्स महाभागवत कैन फॉलो डाउन इफ यू लिसंस टू दिस मायावाद फिलॉसफी दैट इज हाउ पावरफुल लॉर्ड शिवस I mean, Shankaracharya's philosophy is in destroying the culture of Vedic culture. Apartham shrutiva akyanam darshayal lokagarhitam karma svarupatyajyatvam atracha pratipadyate sarva karma paribhramshan naishkarmyam tatra chochyate You see, sarva karma paribhramshan naishkarmyam tatra chochyate. Paratma jiva yor aikyam परात्म जीवयोर ऐक्यम मयात्र प्रतिपाद्यते परमात्मा एंड जीव आर सेम ऐक्यम मीन्स एकम देर वन द सो दिस इज द मोनिस्टिक फिलॉसफी ऑफ शंकराचार्य सो शिवाइज सेंग टू पार्वती माई डियर वाइफ हियर माई एक्सप्लेनेशन ऑफ हाउ आई हैव स्प्रेड इग्नोरेंस थ्रू मायावाद फिलॉसफी सिंपली बाय हियरिंग इट श्रवणमात्रेण ईवन एन एडवांस स्कॉलर विल फॉलो डाउन In this philosophy, which is certainly very inauspicious for people in general, apartham, I have misrepresented the real meaning of the Vedas, and recommended that one give up all activities in order to achieve freedom from karma. This, you see this. I have recommended that one give up all activities in order to achieve freedom from karma, a karma. Now, in Bhagavad Gita, there is direct opposition to this, in the third chapter, fourth verse. न कर्मणाररंभान नैष्कर्म्यम पुषोष्णुते नॉट बै मियर्ली एबस्टेनिंग फ्रम वर्क कैन वन अचीव फ्रीडम फ्रम रियाक्षन सी डायरेक्ट अपोजिंग कॉट फ्रम भगवदगीता एंड हिसे न चन्यासन आदेव सिद्धि समिगछति नॉर बै रिनन्सुएशन अलोन कैन वन अटेन पर्फेक्शन बिकॉज इन मायावाद शंकराचार्य फॉलोअर्स ऑल आर सन्यासी दे थिंक बै बै सन्यासी बै बिकमिंग सन्यासी दे आर बिकमिंग नारायण so they think they are liberated so here is saying nacha sanyasana devan siddhim samadhigachati this verse is directly against the mayavad philosophy and you can read the purport for your own uh, this thing you see here uh, he mentions you know according to the empirical philosophers this is actually mayavadis simply by adopting sanyas or retiring from fruitive activities one at once becomes as good as narayan but lord krishna does not approve this principle so this is krishna is directly opposing the mayavad philosophy here so <clears throat> um i have recommended that one give up all activities in order to achieve freedom from karma in this mayavad philosophy i have described the jivatma and paramatma to be one and the same unquote how the mayavad philosophy was condemned by shri chaitanya mahaprabhu and his followers is described in shri chaitanya charitamrita अंत्यलीला सेकेंड चैप्टर वर्सेस 94 थ्रू 99 वेयर स्वरूप दामोदर गोस्वामी सेज दैट एनी वन हु इज ईगर टू अंडरस्टैंड द मायावाद फिलॉसफी मस्ट बी कंसीडर्ड इनसेन दिस एस्पेशली अप्लाइज टू वैष्णव हु रीड्स द शारीरिक भाष्य एंड कंसीडर्स हिमसेल्फ टू बी वन विद गॉड द मायावादी फिलॉसफर्स हैव प्रेजेंटेड देयर आर्ग्यूमेंट्स इन सच अट्रैक्टिव फ्लावरी लैंग्वेज दैट हियरिंग मायावाद फिलॉसफी मे समटाइम्स चेंज द माइंड ऑफ इवन अ महाभागवत or very advanced devotee 
an actual vaishnava cannot tolerate any philosophy that claims god and the living being to be one and the same now let us go to these six verses antilila second chapter verses 94 through 99 what's the time now oh 9:15 we're kind of a little late today but we will finish this topic cc antya 2 hmm. you see this is actually the context 91 okay we'll read from 91 shri chaitanya mahaprabhu derives no happiness from meeting one who is not a pure devotee of krishna thus because gopal bhattacharya was a mayavadi scholar the lord felt no jubilation in meeting him <laughs> the devotees should not be very happy in meeting mayavadis and actually a real devotee will never feel happy even with family members or friends if they are not real devotees he is not very eager to meet them he does not feel any joy in meeting them you know if one is devotee yes ha yeah. the lord felt no jubilation in meeting him nevertheless because gopal bhattacharya was related to bhagwan acharya shri chaitanya mahaprabhu feigned pleasure in seeing him feigned means he just acted <laughs> you see he is also not honest what is that bahe kore preeti abhas appearance of pleasure pritya bhas you see so sometimes you know this is you may say it is dip- diplomacy oh um, you know this is actually technically diplomacy like externally showing one feeling but internally feeling another thing you know so that is diplomatic behavior so sometimes diplomatic behavior may be necessary you know in worldly dealings because we are dealing with people so so devotees they act, they are actually really happy in company with devotees but sometimes they have to put on a smile a plastic smile in front of non devotees or especially atheists hmm non devotees also there are two kind there are uh, ignorant and the envious the atheists are especially envious the ignorant they can be you know shown compassion that means they can be shown the proper way of krishna consciousness so for them he shows compassion but he is really happy in the company of devotees and so chaitanya mahaprabhu is also teaching us how to behave you see Um, so sometimes we may have to you know feign pleasure i mean feign uh, pleasure and then smile you know out of custom <clears throat> actually there's okay, let's go to that verse so shrimad bhagavatam 7 um let's go to this verse first 553 जनेशु देहम भरवाषु गृहेशु जायात्मजरातिमत्सु न प्रीतियुक्ता यदर्थाश्चलोके न प्रीतियुक्ता देर नॉट वेरी वेरी अटैच्ड दे नॉट वेरी प्लीज विथ मेटीरियल ट्रांजेक्शन बट एज मच एज नेसेसरी दे विल परफॉर्म मेटीरियल ट्रांजेक्शन सो वॉट इज दैट दोज वर इंटरेस्टेड इन रिवाइविंग um krishna consciousness and increasing their love of god they do not like to do anything that is not related to krishna 
they are not interested in mingling with people who are busy maintaining their bodies eating sleeping mating and defending they are not attached to their homes although they may be householders nor are they attached to wives children friends or wealth at the same time they are not indifferent to the execution of their duties such people are interested in collecting only enough money to keep the body and soul together they are not really interested na preeti yukta they are not doing it out of attachment out of you know great pleasure but just out of uh, you know formality now the other verse is here 7:14:6 gyatayah pitara oputra bhratarah suhridopare yadvadanti yadichanti chanumodeta nirmamah An intelligent man in human society should make his own program of activities very simple. If there are suggestions from his friends, children, parents, brothers or anyone else, he should externally agree saying yes that is all right. But internally he should be determined not to create a cumbersome life in which the purpose of life will not be fulfilled. So this is diplomatic behavior kind of but sometimes this is necessary. Hmm. but it is not to cause harm to anyone um yeah, it is just to you know get along in this world you know because you have to interact with non devotees sometimes and devotees will evaluate where there is a chance to preach uh, he will p- preach when there is no chance you know it's unnecessary nonsense it does not waste much time you know like another example is rupa goswami he was challenged once by a so called stupid scholar Uh, his name was also rupa his name was what rupa um i forget the name so he challenged he came to vrindavan and challenged the rupa goswami that he will defeat him he was impersonalist um so rupa goswami you now because he said that man said if you are defeated then you have to sign these papers acknowledging your defeat he said all right so he said okay let's have an argument debate and if you lose you have to sign these papers rupa goswami said give me those papers come give and he signed those papers take go i mean he did not say in that mood he is in a humble way and give me those papers i accept defeat here take he did not want to waste time the useless fellow because that guy is not going to be convinced of course he can be convinced but he is teaching us how to behave no one get into argument for argument's sake you know so just like uh, just go on you know arguing no but so that man now became very proud and he went to jiva goswami jiva goswami you think you are a big scholar your uncle rupa goswami see this yeah he accepted defeat uh, uh, against me he accepted defeat without even an uh, without even an effort uh, this is my position jeeva goswami chastised him and smashed his philosophy the ru- that man he did not have any place to show his face humiliated completely humiliated that was how jeeva goswami destroyed him and very easily without even much effort ha huh? you think rupa goswami he did not want to waste time with idiots like you now let me show you what is what is vaishnavism defeated and prabhupada mentioned in the purport there that actually vaishnav should defeat 
all opposing philosophies so of course rupa goswami is teaching one lesson jeeva goswami is teaching another lesson uh, for for krishna's sake yes we must fight and prove but for our own personal self aggrandizement just to show off that i am a better scholar i am a sarvabhauma Uh, to show that I am the champion scholar, for those reasons we should not waste time. But to establish Krishna consciousness, we have to sometimes get into these debates. And the prime example of this method is Sri Lankesh Dhan Saraswati Thakur. He said that preaching by way of opposition is much more effective, especially in this Kali Yuga where people are people love to see a quarrel, a fight. So. preaching in that way with a fighting mood not simply out of you know pride but strongly opposing materialistic ideas and false philosophies in opposition that will attract more attention and more people more eyeballs will be turned uh, to uh, this philosophy krishna consciousness so to get people to see create some drama <laughs> i am telling you now these classes we are roop narayan that is a thank you his name was roop narayan that was his name so i'm telling you these classes we are you know discussing philosophy which is the top most it is the highest thing in the entire world that we are discussing in these classes but let's see how many people are here watching 16 that's a huge number actually <laughs> you know just now it was about maybe what 11 a while ago now only 16 and this after this video will be uh, you know published to youtube there will be about 50 views 60 views maybe a little 100 over views that's it and some stupid prank videos are making millions of views no meaning nothing but we made a video opposing the so called devotee you know in iskon who is speaking mayavad and you know nonsense motivational talks and in that video the philosophy that was explained was kind of basic compared to what we are discussing in these classes but you see how many eyeballs turned to that how many people viewed that thousands i think my first video about him i think uh, is almost now at 200000 views 200000 people watched that and even the bhagavad gita one was watched by i think now 30 of 40000 people i mean look look at those views i mean nothing compared to many others many other bogus you know people and even uh, nimanita prabhu did a video against uh, zakir naik the you know preacher who you know represents our i mean not represents the muslim preacher who uh, misquotes our vedic literature so he exposed him and defended our vedic scriptures and because it was in opposition how many you know 200000 views on that video and then recently okay this the video was not made recently so after he did the zakir naik expose on the iskm tv channel he made another video on his own channel uh explain a little bit about how he defeated him in that video and when he posted that yeah he got a lot of views but then recently suddenly somehow the interest came i don't know the algorithm youtube algorithm it has now that video has that 
that video about the Zakir Naik exposure on Nimanita Prabhu's channel got now I think more than 400,000 views maybe almost half a million views you just see opposition Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur is never wrong it's actually very very true that in opposition people will actually pay attention people like people are not really interested in, a philosoph- in the philosophy they are they're interested in some gossip some drama you know some masala you know that some spice spice should be there you know for the <laughs> that's why Vyasa, Vyasadev he knew that if I am going to publish a book called Bhagavad Gita nobody is going to touch it but let me put it in the midst of the Mahabharata drama uh, because of the drama people will start reading the book and they will come to Bhagavad Gita and they will get the real fruit they will get the real benefit that was the whole plan of Vyasadev in writing Mahabharata big drama 100,000 verses drama the crux of the matter is 700 verses Bhagavad Gita that means 99,300 verses drama 700 verses Bhagavad Gita look at that proportion uh, the percentage 99.3% drama 0.7% philosophy of course it is not in the drama also there are so many lessons that we can learn but you see the main thing the crux of the whole thing is the Bhagavad Gita but you see the drama is what attracts people uh, if you say you have to be righteous you have to be you know uh, you know following him but if you put it in a character Yudhishthir Maharaj he is righteous uh, uh, righteous not righteous righteous so he is righteous uh, then you see oh then oh the story it's all story now stories people like stories especially in Kali Yuga they don't like philosophy so much so present the philosophy in a story form uh, then it is easier to grasp so that's what he did you see so this kind of drama and there was a big drama like Pandavas Kauravas big drama oh family feud you know in, in uh, soap operas in Indian serial you know the women housewives they sit down and I don't know now they are still watching like that I don't know but when I was young they were watching serials and what it is drama simply some family fighting so many twists and turns and twists and turns you know 400 500 and 1000 episodes never end will never end and they are glued they like dramas so here is also a family feud big drama opposition war just before the war started oh you want to see the war right that's the most exciting part yeah, yeah, yeah. wait 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 here is Bhagavad Gita you have to see this and then go to the war right when the climax is just going to start war big war ah, Bhagavad Gita is there like suspense you know and there that is the real real deal of the whole Mahabharata you see so in this way you know um, we have to adopt that attitude as a preacher we need to understand the algorithm of Kali Yuga <laughs> I mean even if you want to put out content on the YouTube or TikTok or anything so all of these media systems media channels they have algorithms what works what does not work how to get more views you need to know kind of little bit at least how the platform works similarly we need to know the algorithm of Kali Yuga in Satya Yuga, if you speak Bhagavad Gita, people will listen. Everybody, the whole world will come and listen. With full attention. 
Kaliyuga, the algorithm is different. So how to give more views to Bhagavad Gita? Put drama inside, masala. So Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur has also um, uh, explained that. He said we need to, a preacher who is really, I don't know if I, the exact verse, I mean the exact paragraph, if I, internet connection appears offline, okay, you see, um, Bhakti Siddhanta, opposition, preacher if i search that on google okay now let's increase the size of this font here oh i can't okay okay i need to find this one uh, just sorry about that Bhakti Siddhanta Preacher Opposition If I search like that Okay, this is the 100% change to 300% Okay Okay, actually, we, we are not really, we don't uh, support this website because this website is, you know, run by an offender, actually. He is against the Ritwik system, you know, he talks nonsense sometimes. But sometimes, you know, he makes some sense somewhere. So here, this is the quote. The truth, Satya, is propagated in a twofold way, viz, positively or by the method of direct support and negatively by the method of opposition. The truth cannot be made sufficiently known by the positive method alone. Like in the class, now we are describing the truth. Of course, now actually in this class, we are opposing Mayavad philosophy. Uh, but uh, if we just speak about the Krishna consciousness philosophy, the truth cannot be suffi- made sufficiently known. That means we cannot have many people interested if we just explain the positive way. But if we propaganda by the method of opposition more than the presentation of the positive aspect, brings about more brilliantly in this world the appearance and glorification of truth of the truth the positive method by itself is not the most effective mode of propaganda in a controversial age like the present the algorithm of kaliyuga is is filled with controversy so we should understand that controversy is what works in kaliyuga so implement controversy in our propaganda and smash these these opposing philosophies and theories and all these things we need to do that that is and Bhagavad Saraswati Thakur said that is more important than even positive preaching of course positive preaching is important because for devotees to strengthen their faith we need to have classes and all that but to make it sufficiently known if you want millions of people to know then we have to you know uh, you know make I mean, we have to seek advice, this advice. 
The negative method which seeks to differentiate the truth from non-truth in all its forms is even better calculated to convey the directly inconceivable significance of the absolute. It is a necessity which cannot be conscientiously, conscientiously avoided by the dedicated preacher. See, it is a necessity. What is that? Preaching in opposition by the method of opposition is a necessity which cannot be conscientiously avoided by the dedicated preacher of the truth if he wants to be loyal servant of Godhead. That means it is a must. We have to smash this nonsense. The method is sure to create an atmosphere of controversy in which it is quite easy to lose one's balance of judgment. But the ways of the deluding energy or maya are so intricate that unless their mischievous nature is fully exposed, it is not possible for the soul in the conditioned state to avoid the snares spread by the enchantress for encompassing the ruin of her only two willing victims. Now, if you do not understand that English, basically what he's saying is that the ways of Maya are so intricate, are so subtle. Maya knows how to control our, you know, us, control us. That unless their mischievous nature is fully exposed, it's not possible for the soul in the conditioned state to avoid the snares spread by the enchantress. Who's the enchantress? Maya. Uh, because Maya, uh, you know, uh, presents many attractions, many distractions from the truth. Um, so unless we fully show the naked form of Maya by exposing these nonsense philosophies and nonsense rascals who are the agents of Maya, you know, the Maya will continue to spread. What is that? Encompass the ruin of her only two willing victims. The victims. Everybody in this world is a victim of Maya. But usually when one is a victim, one is not willingly a victim of something, right? Like if, like if there is a rape, the woman is not willingly a victim of rape or a theft or a murder. The person is not a willing victim. But in the case of Maya, Maya not only traps and, you know, uh, victimizes everybody, but they are very willing to be victimized. They want the embrace of Maya. They are too willing, way too willing to be victimized by Maya. Then you may ask, how? How can one be willing for to be victimized? That is how she enchants. Hmm. She enchants. She, she makes us a, she makes a fool out of ourselves. She, I mean, she makes a fool out of us. Uh, that's how a fool will, you know, like a moth, rush into the flames. He's a fool. He'll be burned to death, but he doesn't know. He foolishly rushes into. So that's how. He, fire is a danger, but it is attractive. So Maya presents attractive dangers, and one of them is this Mayavad philosophy or any of the materialistic philosophies. Attractively dangerous. So these attractive dangers are presented by Maya. And unless we tell the people, stop being attracted by this danger, this is a danger, it will burn you. It is, it is not something which is bright and you know, you know, full of um, positive or some, some good hopeful uh, situation. You will be burned to death by this fire. 
so the other aspect the light is one aspect of fire the heat is the another aspect the light is the attractive aspect heat is the dangerous aspect now the heat is not known people don't sometimes people even feel the heat but for the light they stay there like sex life is is full of misery but they still undergo this all misery just to get their little happiness they'll go near the fire for the light but they're getting you know hot they were getting burned but still they'll go that is how enchanting maya is so unless we current i mean directly expose it and show how it is a controversy hmm uh, that opposing thing so it, maya is you know dangerous means the agents of maya is also dangerous so when we expose those agents this philosopher speaking this nonsense we have to f- completely smash this nonsense otherwise the two willing victims and come she encompasses the ruin of her only two willing victims it is a duty which shall be sacred to all who have been enabled to obtain even a distant glimpse of the absolute this is in the harmonist magazine 1927 1st june 1927 you see that means to e- to obtain even a distant glimpse to all those who have enable who have been enable to obtain that means what is the meaning of this that means who are even slightly krishna conscious even they it is a duty it is a sacred duty for even them to all who have been enable to obtain even a distant glimpse of the absolute not even a close even distant glimpse once they knew something about bhakti yoga immediately we have to Uh, make people know about the the fraud of maya what is a fraud it presents a package of happiness which is actually a complete misery and we go for it we fall for it every single time we fall for it it's a fraud so we have to expose the fraud of course the fraud is being com- conducted on the under the the lords uh, you know direction but because we want to be cheated that's why she conducts a fraud dimitri hmm. is saying and all tv news is all about quarrels you will never hear that somebody is happy and so on yeah that sells quarrel sells Now, Dimitri is asking also another question: Do people who do bridge preaching follow the algorithm in this way? You know, so this is called bridge preaching. No, 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 no. See, riding on the wave of the algorithm is one thing, but to take them to a di- different destination—that's another thing. Preaching nonsense, compromising with theism and atheism, like Sankracharya did. This is nonsense. Explaining in indirect way. Oh, eventually I'll bring them. When? And when we made a video about the Gorgopal Das, who is speaking this nonsense, indirect nonsense, and his followers are attacking us. They're attacking us. That means you 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 are saying that you are going to bring them, but your followers are attacking the real thing. How are they going to come to the real thing? When we present the real thing, they're attacking it. when are they going to come how are they going to come that means they are not going to come 
you present the real thing they will run away and because you rascal you are you know you are uh, tied you you are attached to the jana the the following the fame hmm that's why you cannot tell them the truth you want some kind of uh, you know fame why you are doing otherwise this is our question you should not do everywhere it is condemned everywhere so they they don't follow that algorithm algorithm means like what we are doing or bhaksidan saraswata guru see expose the nonsense not ride with the nonsense take the format which is most effective that is quarrel controversy uh, that is a format which is effective to get more attention but don't preach don't compromise with the philosophy uh, so the bridge so called bridge preachers uh, london bridge is falling down that is the bridge they will take everybody falls down there hmm. yeah so uh, where are we here okay now okay we haven't even gotten to this wow this is going to be long okay so he feigned for jubilation bhagavan acharya said to swarup damodar gopal my younger brother has returned to my home having concluded his study of vedanta philosophy bhagavan acharya requested swarup damodar goswami to hear from gopal <laughs> bhagavan acharya is a devotee but his brother gopal is a non devotee so bhagavan acharya requested swarup damodar goswami who is the secretary of lord chaitanya to hear from gopal the commentary upon vedanta swarup damodar however somewhat angry because of love spoke as follows buddhi bhrashta hoilo tomar gopaler sange mayavad shunibare upajilo range you have lost your intelligence in the association of gopal and therefore you are eager to hear the mayavad philosophy immediately chastised this is devotee he does not compromise you know immediately on the face tell him whether he likes it or not mm. you've lost your intelligence of course out of affection chastisement is always out of affection <clears throat> not out of hate that we should understand when we are chastised we are an object of affection uh, he is concerned about my well being that's why he is chastising that's what we should take वैष्णव होया जेवा शारीरिक भाष्य सुने सेव्य सेवक भाव छाड़ी आपनारे ईश्वर माने व्हेन वैष्णव लिसेंस टू द शारीरिक भाष्य द मायावाद कमेंट्री अपॉन द वेदांत सूत्र ही गिव्स अप द कृष्णा कॉन्शियस एटीट्यूड दैट द लॉर्ड इज द मास्टर एंड द लिविंग एंटिटी इज हिज सर्वेंट इंस्टेड ही कंसीडर्स हिमसेल्फ द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड सेव्य सेवक वी आर सपोज्ड टू बी सेवक एंड द लॉर्ड इज सेव्य और द पर्सन हु इज सर्वड to be served we are the servant sevya sevak bhav chhadi vaishnav hoya jeba shari rak bhashya sune sevya sevak bhav chhadi aap nera ishwar mane aap nara ishwar mane sorry so when the philosophers now purport the philosophers known as kevaladvaitavadis generally occupy themselves with hearing the sharirak bhashya commentary by shankaracharya advocating that one impersonally consider oneself the supreme lord such mayavad philosophical commentaries upon the vedanta sutra are simply imaginary but they are there are other commentaries on the vedanta sutra the commentary by shri ramanujacharya known as shri bhashya establishes the vishishta advaitavad philosophy similarly in the brahma sampradaya madhvacharya's purna pragna bhashya 
establishes Shuddha Dvaitavad, the Kumar Sampradaya or the Nimarka Sampradaya or Sri Nimarka establishes the philosophy of Dvaita Dvaitavad in the Parijat Saurabha Bhasha. And in the Vishnu Swami Sampradaya or Rudra Sampradaya, which comes from Lord Shiva, Vishnu Swami has written a commentary called Sarvagnya Bhashya, which establishes Shuddha Dvaitavad. A Vaishnava should study the commentaries on the Vedanta Sutra written by the four Sampradaya Acharyas, namely Sri Ramanuja Acharya, Madhva Acharya, Vishnu Swami and Nimbarka. For these commentaries are based upon the philosophy that the Lord is the Master and that all living entities are His eternal servants. One interested in studying Vedanta philosophy properly must study these commentaries, especially if he is a Vaishnava. These commentaries are always adored by Vaishnavas. The commentary by Srila Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur is as elaborately given in the Adilila chapter 7, text 101. Let's go there. Adi 7. 101. This is a bit of a long session actually. Krishna Bhakti Koro Ihai Sabara Santosh Vedantana Shune Kene Taraki Badosh. So, dear sir, there is no objection to your being a great devotee of Lord Krishna. Everyone is satisfied with this, but why do you avoid discussion on the Vedanta Sutra? What is the fault in it? So, then Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur. Srila Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur comments in this connection Mayavadi Sanyasis accept that the commentary by Sri Shankaracharya known as Sharirak Bhashya gives the real meaning of the Vedanta Sutra. You see, that's what Mayavadi says. In other words, Mayavadi sannyasis accept the meanings expressed in the explanations of the Vedanta Sutra by Shankaracharya, which are based on monism. Thus, they explain all. Uh, thus, they explain the Vedanta Sutra, the Upanishads and all such literatures in their own impersonal way. Unquote. The great Mayavadi sannyasi Sadananda Yogindra has written a book known as Vedanta Sara in which he writes vedanto nama upanishad pramanam tad upakarini sharirak sutra dinicha according to sadananda yogindra the vedanta sutra and upanishads as presented by sri shankaracharya in his sharirak bhashya commentary are the only sources of vedic evidence actually however vedanta refers to the essence of vedic knowledge and it is not a fact that there is nothing more than shankaracharya's sharirak bhashya there are other vedanta commentaries written by vaishnava acharyas none of whom follow Sri Sankracharya or accept the imaginative commentary of his school. Their commentaries are based on the philosophy of duality. Monist philosophers like Sankracharya and his followers want to establish that God and the living entity are one and instead of worshipping the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they, they present themselves as God. They want to be worshipped as God by others. Such persons do not accept the philosophies of the Vaishnava Acharyas which are known as Shuddhadvaita, purified monism. Shuddha Dvaita, purified dualism, Vishishta Dvaita, specific monism, Dvaita Dvaita, monism and dualism, and Achintya Bheda Bheda, inconceivable oneness and difference. Mayavadis do not discuss these philosophies, for they are firmly convinced of their own philosophy of Kevala Dvaita, exclusive monism. Accepting this system of philosophy as the pure understanding of Vedanta Sutra, they believe that Krishna has a body made of material elements and that the activities of loving service to Krishna are sentimentality. They are known as Mayavadis because according to their opinion, Krishna has a body made of Maya and the loving service of, lo- of the Lord executed by devotees is also Maya. They consider such devotional service to be an aspect of fruitive activities, Karmakanda. According to their view, Bhakti consists of mental speculation or sometimes meditation. This is the difference between Mayavadi and Vaishnava philosophies. Um, there is another quote regarding the preaching of uh, by way of opposition and all that. Here, by Prabhupada, 1975. You can eulogize your Guru Maharaj 
but you have to learn it and face the public and be strong to defend yourself that is success not by praising your guru maharaj you will praise your guru maharaj that is not very difficult but be victorious to the opposing elements then you will praise your guru maharaj nicely at home you can praise your guru maharaj and guru maharaj will be satisfied oh my disciples are praising me that is not very that is good respectful that is a qualification but you have to fight then your guru maharaj will be glorified you know so we can't just say oh, jai prabhupad jai prabhupad and sit down and then all the rascals are you know masquerading a whole world be preaching nonsense and we are silently sitting and then jai prabhupad jai prabhupad and prabhupad is you know uh, came to de- deliver the whole world and his message were not delivering so that is not proper jai prabhupad jai prabhupad means smash this nonsense philosophies and theories smash them completely completely humiliate not just by you know emotional this by presenting nicely hmm. nicely present the philosophy and completely smash this nonsense because there is nothing in this world that even remotely compares to the standards of knowledge that we have okay going back these commentaries are always adopted by vaishnavas the commentary by shri bhaktasiddhanta saraswati thakur is elaborately given in the adilila chapter 7 text 101 the mayavad commentary sharirak bhasha is like a like poison for a vaishnava it should not be touched at all shri bhaktivinod thakur remarks that even a mahabhagavat or highly elevated devotee who has surrendered himself under the lotus feet of krishna sometimes falls down from the pure devotional service if he hears the mayavad philosophy of the sharirak bhasha this commentary should therefore be shunned by all vaishnavas that's how dangerous it is mahabhagavat jay krishna pran mahabhagavat jay krishna pran dhan jar mayavad shravana chitta avashya firetar the mayavad philosophy presents such a jugglery of words that even a highly elevated devotee who has accepted krishna as his life and soul changes his decision when he reads the mayavad commentary on the vedanta sutra that's how dangerous it is and sarup damodar goswami is warning bhagavan acharya and through him all of us not to listen to this acharya kohe ama sabha sabar krishna nishtha chitte ama sabar man bhashan nare firaite in spite of sarup damodar's protest bhagavan acharya continued we are all fixed at the lotus feet of krishna with our hearts and souls therefore the sharirak bhasha cannot change our minds swarupa kohe tathapi mayavad shravane chit brahma maya mithya ei matra sune swarup damodar replied nevertheless when we hear the mayavad philosophy we hear, we hear that brahman is knowledge and that the universe of maya is false but we gain no spiritual understanding जीवा जीवाज्ञान कल्पित ईश्वरे सकल ये अज्ञान जाहार श्रवणे भक्तेर फाटे मन प्राण द मायावादी फिलोसोफर ट्राइज टू एस्टैब्लिश दैट द लिविंग एनर्जी इज ओनली इमेजिनरी एंड दैट द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हिड इज अंडर द इन्फ्लुएंस ऑफ माया हियरिंग दिस काइंड ऑफ कमेंट्री ब्रेक्स द हार्ट एंड लाइफ ऑफ अ डिवोटी पर्पोट Srila Swarup Damodar Goswami wanted to impress upon Bhagavan Acharya that even though someone firmly fixed in devotion to Krishna's service might not be deviated by hearing the Mayavad Bhashya that Bhashya is nevertheless full of impersonal words and ideas 
such as brahman which represent knowledge but which are impersonal the mayavadis say that the world created by maya is false and that actually there is no living entity but only one spiritual effulgence they further say that god is imaginary that people think of god only because of ignorance and that when the supreme absolute truth is befooled by the external energy maya he becomes a jiva or living entity upon hearing all these nonsensical ideas from the devotee a devotee is uh, sorry upon hearing all these nonsensical ideas from the non devotee a devotee is greatly afflicted as if his heart and soul were broken so thus bhagwan acharya greatly ashamed and fearful remained silent the next day he asked gopal bhattacharya to return to his own district so anyway this story goes like that so anyway so you see how is very important now going back all the way let's go back to adi 7 we still haven't finished that purport right Hmm. Oh, we have finished. So, um, I think before we stop, I'll just show this one. Madhya, twenty-five. I think forty-two. Yeah. Actually, there is more. expose of you know this uh, this um, sharir i mean mayavad philosophy after this verse but this particular verse today's verse is about shankaracharya his identity and mission but uh, we will go into more of the smashing of mayavad philosophy in later verses anyway this is another uh, verse shripad shankaracharya has given his interpretation and imaginary meaning it does not actually appeal to the mind of any sane man he has done this to convince the atheists the buddhists and bring them under his control purport shri pa shankaracharya's propaganda opposed the atheistic philosophy of buddha lord buddha's intention was to stop atheists from committing the sin of killing animals so buddha's atheism also was a timely necessity shankaracharya's mayavadi philosophy also was a timely necessity it was a you know that what what is it called patchwork job it is not eternal religious principle um Atheists cannot understand God. Therefore, Lord Buddha appeared and spread the philosophy of non-violence to keep the atheists from killing animals. Unless one is free from the sin of animal killing, he cannot understand religion or God. Although Lord Buddha was an incarnation of Krishna, he did not speak about God for the people who were unable to understand. He simply wanted to stop animal killing. Sri Pad Shankaracharya wanted to establish the predominance of one's spiritual identity. Therefore, he wanted to convert the atheists through an imaginary interpretation of the Vedic literatures. these are the secrets of the acharyas these are the rahasya sometimes they conceal the real purpose of the vedas and explain the vedas in a different way sometimes they enunciate a different theory just to bring the atheists under their control thus it is said that shankara's philosophy is for pashandas atheists to slowly convert them so it is not meant for the theists like i told you the example you are on a staircase and you are at a level and level 100 is the you know the topmost and bhakti and fully you know krishna conscious and if you are on the step 90 and this philosophy is like the for the step 
1 for those who are on step 0 to test step 1 uh, something so although it is on the same staircase but uh, those it is for the those people who are on the step 0 to climb to step 1 not from 90 to come down to 1 that is not the intelligence so this is the whole point about shankaracharya of course mayavad philosophy shankaracharya has been have been addressed in many many verses and many many purports but this is the essence of the whole thing so i'll stop here so any uh, any questions or comments so worshiping everything is also mayavad i mean krishna is everything yeah krishna is everything but not everything is krishna so you want to worship the tiger touch the feet of the tiger go and try <coughs> so like that i mean if you <laughs> so everything is krishna means everything is eternally related eternally related with krishna is is krishna in one sense because is his energy but it is not krishna i like probably said the ford car is ford but ford is not the car you know henry ford he was a owner of the ford company he is he is also ford the car is also ford so everything is ford yeah in one sense everything is ford but the ford is the ford car car is ford ford is not car so that way we have to understand that everything is god but everything is not god at the same time that's what is explaining in the this is achintya bheda bheda tatva chapter 9 text 5 and 6 mat nachamasthani bhutani pashyame yogameshwaram actually let's 94 maya tatam idam sarvam jagad avyakta murtina murtina matsthani sarva bhutani nachaham deshvavasthitah by me in my unmanifested form this entire universe is pervaded all beings are in me but i am not in them न चमत्था भूता पश्यमे योगमश्वरम भूतभृन्न चूतस्थो ममात्मा भूत भावन एंड येट एवरीथिंग दट इज क्रिएटेड डज नॉट रेस्ट इन मी बिहोल्ड मै मिस्टिक ऑपलेंस ऑल दो आई एम द मेन्टेनर ऑफ ऑल लिविंग एंड इट इज एंड ऑल दो आई एम एवरी वेर आई एम नॉट पार्ट ऑफ दिस कॉस्मिक मैनिफेस्टेशन फॉर माइ सेल्फ इज द वेरी सोर्स ऑफ क्रिएशन यथाकाशस्थित नित्यम वायु सर्वत्र गो महान तथा सर्वा भूता मत्स्था इतुपधारय understand that as a mighty wind blowing everywhere rests always in the sky all created beings rest in me so this is how we have to understand that everything is krishna means all right so mk sharma is saying since nalanda university was a buddhist monastery and bhaktiyar khilji destroyed its library in the year 1202 So that means it was a good thing. Otherwise, my old philosophy will prosper. <laughs> But anyway, it's still prospering. Whole world is full of my old philosophy, or the effects of my old philosophy. M K Sharma. After hearing, I am feeling guilty that I protested against the Lord, and now I want to just serve the Lord. that is advancement sarvam bhattacharya also felt the same way then 
Alright, I think that's the end. Alright, so we've answered all the questions. So thank you all very much for joining and we will meet again um, for the Bhagavad Gita class. Hopefully, I can bring out a video on my channel. Um, so yeah, all that is awaiting. Alright, thank you very much. Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Ki Jai. Ananda Kodi Vaishnava Vrindagi Jai, Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai, Nitai Gaur Brimanandi, Hari Hari Bol, Hare Krishna.